0: It's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet or social media existed with my co-host Greg Alfred. Joining me to help control the, um, <laughs> chaos, we're going to talk about anything and everything on this brand new episode of Crazy Train with me, Jasmine St. Clair, all aboard. Hurry up! jazz
1: yes
0: oh my god what's up <laughs> no what's up with you how you doing i'm doing great honey
1: how about you
0: i'm doing great baby wow yeah you're doing good damn
2: <laughs> that's a lot of how you doing huh
0: how you doing
2: It's <laughs> a lot of how you doing <laughs>
0: I know, and we're not even in New York. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Jazz, thank you for agreeing to do this. I mean, it's been a minute. And, like, from when I first met you in ECW, like, yes. here you are, NWA, and you've had this amazing journey uh, with WWE as
1: well. Yes, love. Yes, it's been been a great journey. There you go. Hey. Journey, you little 21.
0: <laughs> thank you oh my god well you're only as young as the people you feel so um, anyway.
1: true. um
0: <laughs> jazz you haven't aged a bit and like you just you keep doing things like first thing like i saw you like in wwe winning like belts and everything and then next thing uh-huh. you know it's like i'm like where did she go now then you're with nwa yeah. and then what are you doing now? Are you still with Impact Wrestling? and like, what No, is
1: n- no longer with Impact. Uh, my husband and I, I don't know if you remember my husband. Rodney? Uh, yeah, Rodney. He's adorable. Yes, we have our own uh, wrestling school, and we started our own promotion about um, four months ago. Mm-hmm. That's smart. <laughs> yes. Where, where,
2: where are you guys?
1: We're in San Antonio, Texas.
2: Oh, okay, what's the promotion called?
1: Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. Nice. Yes. Can you see me? I feel like I'm kind of in the dark. I had the lights kind of on me, but I want to
0: play tennis oh. when I see you. I just want to <laughs> play tennis right now
1: hey,
2: is, is Booker <laughs> T is Booker T from San Antonio. Because I know he he started in Texas and had a wrestling he's in school. Houston, Houston. OK, yeah, he's in Houston and he still has that wrestling school. Right? Yes, he
1: does. Uh, road, they call it. Right. So Reality when, of wrestling.
2: when did you get started in wrestling?
1: I got started in 97. I started training in 97 and I did a tryout with ECW in 98. And the rest is history. <laughs> history. That's true. But yeah, that's I a long time ago, right? You say like 97, 98. Like, whoa.
0: It feels yeah. like the good old days, like when things were it actually was. fun and shit, you know, when wrestling right. was fun and just the state of wrestling these days. I just feel like you know I don't know if they're using a lot of the women wrestlers like as well as they should. Like, what are your thoughts on the women's wrestling now?
1: I mean, I feel it's a lot better. We're getting a little more um, time. where we're we're able to showcase uh, a little bit more, but you know it's it's still being held back a little bit. But I I think um, within the next probably the next three to five years, like we'll be. And I know you have guys on the show, but we'll be taking over. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a hostile takeover, guys. Yes. It's who, who, called a women takeover.
2: How long were you wrestling with TNA? Like, how long was
1: um, it? I was there probably a good six to nine months. Um, actually, I had announced my retirement and Dreamer reached out to me and it was like, Jazz, don't do your retirement on a podcast. Let's <laughs> let's let's. Let's do it on a bigger platform. And unfortunately, it was during the pandemic when um, they were doing their tapings and their filmings with no audience. So right. it, it was a little different. You know, I've never done that before, but um, it was still a great experience.
2: Yeah, it you know, it's interesting to me. Me and Jasmine have talked about this before that, um, you know, I had a bunch of friends who were involved in TNA, you know, back 15 years yeah. ago when it kind of got yes. started. And mm-hmm. I think that they were really in the forefront of bringing the women up front. You know, they you know. are.
1: And, st- and they still are. I sure. mean, that's one promotion. I feel that they really pay attention to the women's division. Um, all the women show up to all the, the shows, the tapings, and they're all they all get to walk down the ramp
2: right do you, <laughs> do you think that's it had unheard of to, do you think that it had to do with like dixie carter like owning and running the promotion or you think it was just how they they envisioned their their promotion running
1: i really don't think so because it's so different there now you know um from when dixie was there um i believe they just they just they respect the women's division and they know what the women's division bring to the table sure and they're giving them their their fair chance their shot you know and which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Something Jazz has that's very unusual, and I don't know, a lot of you listening to this to do watch wrestling and have actually followed it very passionately is the Cauliflower Alley Club. So I went to that like once and only once. I never saw any like um, younger wrestlers there. So Jazz actually has a a Cauliflower Alley Club
1: award yes and I wasn't able to make it this year to get it the year that I was the recipient that's when the pandemic hit and everything just stopped dry so um yeah unfortunately I wasn't able to go and receive it the proper way (laughs) but it was still an honor and I I was so um excited for them to reach out to me uh, on, on behalf of Cauliflower Alley Club. So hopefully, you know, I get up there next year if it's, keep our fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> I know, live events are tough. How is it running a wrestling school right now in Texas where they have, with, with the pandemic, are they allowing you to even have classes? Like, how how is this working out?
1: This is Texas, girl, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, where they make them big yeah okay yeah that's you this awesome. is texas they ain't giving it a damn like <laughs> uh and uh honestly there was this promotion that was running um right started running a little bit well say a year before the pandemic hit and throughout the entire pandemic we ran monthly i think they took off maybe one month or no two months because of the complete shutdown but soon as things start to open up we were rolling. So yeah, it was weird. You going to these places, to these towns in Texas and no one in the entire city wearing a mask. It yeah. was, it was, it was weird, but we, we got through it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm in Florida and it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, it's yeah. Insane. And it's funny cause I was in like literally the last trip I went on pre all the COVID madness was to Texas. Right. And it was literally like, I think a week before everything shut down. So, you wow. know, you, it, all the rumblings were there, like this virus is here and the cruise ships mm-hmm. and this, that, the other thing. And I was in um, Dallas li- right, right outside Dallas. And I went to a couple, couple of shows and did some different things. And it was it literally, it was like, no one had a care in the world.
1: No one has a care in the world, no.
2: And it seemed like that never <laughs> stopped. And then, you know, I I live mainly in on the on the east coast in the northeast. And there it was like people are afraid of their shadow.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the state of Texas, but they have they don't give a shit. Yeah. Same They're with Florida. Like, I'm American. I have my rights. And I'd be damned. If I don't want to wear a mask, I'm not wearing one. <laughs> oh,
2: I have the right to die the same as everybody else.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, See, it's I
2: funny wear
0: a mask outside. But the thing is, I got blocked for these two women because I wasn't allowed up the street that I live on because I didn't have a mask on outside in broad daylight. So maybe I'm doing something wrong. But
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So you bump into a Karen.
0: <laughs> two, not one, two. And I, said, I didn't roll a derby. You need to move the fuck. You need to move the hell out of my way. You need to go. So I gave her a choice and I just pushed her. Like it was not a big there deal. There you go. There
2: you exactly.
1: go. Exactly. I love it. I love it.
2: <laughs> so when you when you were in the more aggressive wrestling, like how, how do you, did, did your wrestling style change from promotion no. to promotion?
1: No. And that's one thing I can. <laughs> I can um, actually say that um, WWE never tried to change who I was uh, from the, the style I did in ECW. The only difference was in ECW, I wrestled men and in WWE, I, you know, wrestled women. That right. was the only difference, but no, the style never changed. They never tried to change anything about me. And and I thought that was pretty damn cool because now they changed everything. Your name.
2: Your
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to, go in as jazz and, and, and leave out as jazz.
2: Right. And how long, how long did you wrestle for WWE?
1: I signed in 2000 and I stayed there to like, I got released once in like 04 and went back and then got released again in 06.
2: Right. Yeah. That's, that seems like that's their play these days. It's, I mean, yeah. do you do you still follow it? Like,
1: I don't, I mean, I, I try to, pretty much pay attention to to the women matches when I get a chance to, but most likely I'll just go on YouTube or something and, and look at a highlight or something. Cause um, I'm, I'm a fan of, I love Charlotte Flair. I love Bianca Belair, uh, Sasha Banks, you know? um, So I have a few of them on there that I like to keep up with.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious because, you know, when you look at who they, who they drop, and then who they start to yeah. feature? It's like what you know. What what what's the thought process? It, it's it's a little weird as being. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm the world's biggest wrestling fan. I mean, I watch wrestling. I've watched it since I was 15, 14 years old in the you know yeah. mid 80s. And I have two kids. One of them is really you know super into wrestling, so I watch it with mm-hmm. him. And then he'll be like, "Did you hear they dropped blank blank?" And I'm like, "No, no." But you know, Seamus is still wrestling every night. <laughs>
1: And yeah, I know. I know. And it's weird because you really don't get you, you. you never I don't think we'll ever have an understanding of why they released some of the talent that they released. Hell, I'm still in awe and, and confused and wondering why I got released. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So <laughs> that's yeah. just something we, we just would we'll never know.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. I, I don't I mean. I don't think they they certainly don't want the fans and people to know why.
1: No, and they told me they told me creative couldn't come up with anything for me. Yeah, that that was that was my reason. It wasn't budget cut. It was uh, creative. Just can't come up with anything. I'm like, I just held you a belt for a year. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay.
0: that was ridiculous. I felt like they could have done a better job marketing you. Yeah. And I was waiting. Like, I was so proud when you were there because jazz, something about jazz is she can get down like the guys. And then some like she is like powerbomb big guys and small guys. There's like everyone. And the thing is, she's a woman and she's doing this stuff. It just feels like it was a natural thing for you. I was mm-hmm. hoping they'd have like a doll or something, just do more with you. And I think that's on their marketing team and that's their fault for not doing their due diligence of how they could have uh, marketed you. Same yeah. thing. I, I didn't follow Jacqueline Moore as much, but I was mm-hmm. another huge fan of Jackie's. And I'm mm-hmm. just seeing this, uh, maybe just me and my. Weird imagination. No. Uh, I'm just seeing this weird narrative where I feel as though, and you know, I'm not saying anything against WWE because mm-hmm. they've had a great product for years, but I just feel mm-hmm. as though they lack a comprehension and how to market their ethnic wrestlers better. You yeah, know,
1: I, uh, I agree.
0: Typically, African American wrestlers, mm-hmm. they are not marketing them the right way, especially in the women's division. Yeah. I don't get
1: it. I totally agree. You know, um, I, uh, Trish and I, actually held the company down for far as women, you know, for, for two, three years. And I never had any merch. I, I still don't have an action figure. Yeah, I, I just, those are unanswered questions that I think I'll never receive, you know. Just.
0: I'd like them to answer that one day. I would openly ask them. So, you know, why did you not produce a jazz action figure yeah. or like anything for that matter? Like even some cool knee pads or something cool something. like that.
1: You know what they actually put me on? What? Cigarette lighters. On what? <laughs> cigarette lighters. Oh, you don't even smoke, do you? I, I do, but I did it yeah. then. <laughs> but yeah, I was on a cigarette lighter. It was like, hey, I guess you get what you get, you know?
0: <laughs> it's like being on the back of a milk carton or something. <laughs> yeah. I
2: know. You know, I, I think it'll be interesting yes. to see how, how the next couple of years go with WWE because, you know, they've got some decent you know people yeah you know, especially aew like chomping at their heels right yeah so i think it's kind of reminiscent of the early 2000s when wcw you know mm-hmm. kind of took over and you know only by by fault of of bad management on wcw side did uh-huh. WWE, you know get to buy them out basically um It'll be interesting to see how it plays out because AEW, you know, a lot of the, the hardcore, hardcore wrestling fans are like super into AEW now. They really
1: are. They really are. And I think that's what they need, a little competition. You know, when you're not only yeah. fishing a pond, you know, you kind of do just what you feel that you want to do. But when there's competition and, and people are waiting for their contracts to end so they can, you know, go to better, you know, adventures. So it, it's... It's 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 interesting. And um, ho- hold one second. I got a dog outside that's barking. It sounds- one second.
2: It's probably a tiny little dog.
0: I know that's usually what it is like. My cat's <laughs> so tiny. and He meows like all over. sorry
1: about that. <laughs> okay. but, yeah, I, I think um, I- I'm anxious to see what's going to happen in the next few years. You know, right now seem like all the top talent is leaving. WWE is picking them up so. totally. Maybe to be vice versa. Maybe people from AEW leave them and go to events. Like it's, it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah.
0: Well, what do you think about XPW restarting up? Uh, because they did a show already that went over extremely well. Now they're coming out to California and they have another show in Rochester on the 12th of this month.
1: I think the more the the, the more the better. You know, it's just just makes the industry better and it gives people uh different avenues you know it's just not one or two promotions that that people can actually get work from so you know the more job opportunities the 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 more we'll get to see women get their opportunities and, and showcase their talent so I'm all for it. any promotion that's up and running I'm I'm all for it well, you, did ha- you ever think you'd go into extreme
0: I have to ask for this because this sure. is like at the top of my head did you ever think you'd actually go into extreme wrestling as your first stop and it's a career
1: or did you think it was something? No, that- I, and and then I was so green, I didn't even really know what ECW was. <laughs> i never even heard of it. Because where I was from, I didn't have cable or anything. So then during that time, they were syndicated and coming on late at night. So I had no clue. But my <laughs> trainer was there, Rod Price. And wow. he, the one had told uh, Rod and I to um, show up for a tryout and that's that's how that come about. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Ha,
2: have you Different, seen but
1: you know always says about being at the right place at the right time. H-
2: have you seen the um, I mean it's it's going around like New York City now the Nomad wrestling? Have you seen any of that stuff?
1: I have that hardcore stuff.
2: Hard yeah, super hardcore. Yeah,
1: I actually attended one show um, in Florida um last year for Mania uh, right. the p- promotion did one of those shows man it was that was crazy as hell <laughs> yeah, I
2: I've seen I've seen I won't place I've seen i place is on like Instagram and social media clips
1: <laughs> Yeah I was there live that shit and was wild
2: It really <laughs> it's I mean, it is insanely wild, you know, totally yes. hardcore, like to the max. So I, yeah. you know, I, I'm curious. The people you know, get me I,
1: confused. I wrestled in the ECW. I wasn't doing hardcore shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never no, played. right, right. right. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I know. I'm just saying that. Like now, there's this guy. I can't yeah. remember his name something. The bear, and he's just. It, I mean, I he must have to have a blood transfusion after every everything with the amount of yeah blood. it
1: was pretty it wild it. a couple of those guys got i mean they was like getting chocolate glass out of their heads oh my god it was it was insane
2: yeah i don't know how that's even insane. i mean i can't imagine it's saying it's obviously not sanctioned it's it's underground but yeah it's it's very above ground because they advertise it all over the place
1: <laughs> yes so. yes but you know you you know they hardcore has has their following oh you totally know, they have totally. their fans and, and they fucking they love it.
2: Which which promote like when I mean, if you'd say like which of the promotions that you wrestled for the major ones, like which which did you like the most, like the most fun in that, that was, you know, that you really like loved going to work that day.
1: Truthfully, ECW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because there was no there was no competition in ECW. If you were there and you were on the roster, you were going to work. And and that's all anyone ever wants to do is wrestle, Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, you knew who the top you knew who the top guys were. And but we didn't care about being main event as long as we got to walk through the curtains. And, and again, that's all that mattered. Right. And, and I always give uh, kudos to the guys that um that went out there and, and worked with me and put me over, you know, I, I don't. I don't believe any of the guys really bitched and griped about it because again, we were gonna be able to go out there and perform. And
2: sure. that's,
1: that's what it was all about.
2: Right.
0: It was like true teamwork, I yeah. feel. And it was really just more about uh, everyone just making the, the company look good because we were yeah. the underdogs. We were. I mean, we were the gangster wrestling league we did gang you guys did gangster shit we did yeah <laughs> didn't care. we didn't care yeah um you know and poor new jack i mean rest his soul that was yeah. so sad like he was the original old- he was using yeah. music we weren't even you weren't supposed to use that music but it's i like, know like, right W.A., we're going to use the music and they're not going to say anything and mm-hmm. there's you and you know, he just stomped out in the middle of the ring like a freaking tasmanian devil out of like it's like where did she just come from? And yeah. you know, I just remember the first time meeting you. I'm like, okay, this girl, she's gonna fuck me up. So something really <laughs> bad's gonna happen. She just like my dress accidentally ripped. No big deal. But <laughs> you were, you still are a force to be reckoned with. And I feel as though like this was your calling. So if you never got into wrestling or even basketball when you are in college. What do you think you would have been doing, being like a? Baker? I
1: don't know. I honestly, <laughs> Jasmine, I, I, I don't even have an answer for that. I don't know. And it's like now, what do I do after wrestling? It's like I don't know. I've I've dipped and dabbed in a few other things, but wrestling was really was my calling. I really feel that it still you know? is. It's yeah. Still
0: is. Don't ever let. Don't ever say was because it still is. And you have yes. a promotion. I ran my own promotion. I know how hard it was. So I respect you for doing that and, you know, whatever it is, it's going to be there. Maybe you'll end up at XPW. Who knows? Cause Never know. Bob is amazing. And he's a different person now than he was then. Yeah. And he's someone I'll work for, but you know, Paul Heyman is a genius and that's how he knew how to use you with exactly. your talents and all those guys there.
1: Exactly. He's, it's he's amazing. the best at that. He is Paul he is he's the genius when it comes to that, but yeah, you know, and I am on my, my second chapter of, of this journey and mm-hmm. producing with uh, NWA now and, you know, and, 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 and having our school. And it's all about, you know, passing the torch, trying to keep trying to keep the, the business alive. Yeah.
0: So are you producing with NWA, TNA or just NWA?
1: Just, just NWA.
0: OK. In the South?
1: Yeah. Huh?
0: In the South or is this a? Nation. No,
1: it's the one in the South. Yes. Okay, with Billy Corrigan.
0: And this is okay. I know who he is. Awesome. That's good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is very, this is probably a super touchy topic. And I just have to ask because I hear different things from different people. Now with women's sports, obviously you could hold your own with the guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are your thoughts? And it's like I said, very taboo to even bring this up. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on a lot of, um, newly transitioned people uh, competing in women's sports who may not have been born as a woman. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, that is it's very, um, a very touchy subject. Yeah. Um, but, you know, who am I to judge, mm-hmm. you know? And and, and and I'm this type of person I love and respect everyone. So as long as you're respectful to the business and to me, you know, I, I have nothing bad to say of about them. You know, that's that's between them and God. Whatever they decide to do, that's between them and God. I'm not here to judge anyone. You know, I love Sonny Kiss, uh Jamie Lynn. You know, they all call me Auntie, Heh. you know. So those are my babies. I love them. So you know, it's 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 nothing but love from this way.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. so like sweet to hear. Yeah. And what do you think? Like, okay, so do you see yourself ever returning to the ring at any point besides that
1: you're on promotion? No, um <laughs> not right now. Um I'm having some knee issues.
0: Yeah, ACL. Yeah. And,
1: and truthfully, that's the only thing that's bothering me. I have uh my knees are kind of giving me um, issues. Now I kind of think I need a knee replacement, but if it wasn't for that, I probably still would be in the ring. But then again, I look at myself and I'm like, jazz, you know, I just turned 49 and I don't feel there's really anything left for me to do. I don't have to prove it. I have nothing to prove, you know, I've been wrestling 25 years. So it's time for me to sit back and let this, this new generation have at it.
0: I think you'll be in there one more time. Like I had my ACL replaced, even though my mom called me the day before, like actually the night before the surgery. Yeah. A friend of ours had ACL uh, replacement surgery and he had cancer a month later because the person had cancer and I'm like sitting up, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like you don't say this like hours before I'm supposed to go to surgery. I, I
2: don't think that's how cancer works though. <laughs>
0: I don't know why she said that. She said that the person had cancer who donated their ACL, like the cadaver, I'm like, all right, I don't need to hear this. But oh, uh, wow, yeah, I mean, I was still able to play tennis and bounce yeah. around here and there and do things. Yeah. So
1: I hope one day. I've had, I've had two ACL replaced repairs. Oh, wow. so, yeah, I, I, I'm used to that. But <laughs> again, you know, I'm 49, Jasmine. Why do I need to be out there trying to? <laughs> it's you and you're a legend
0: that's why that is why so I, I i i think you'll be in the ring one day you may not wrestle but you're going to be in there in some capacity or another at least i hope so just one last time well
1: you know in this business they always say never say never yeah, so yeah it's like the mafia i'm never not gonna say it's never gonna happen i'm just gonna say not right now
0: <laughs> no it's like i said it's like the mafia they're gonna keep, <laughs> they're gonna keep you in there somehow you know
1: Yes, I'll be like Mula out there when I'm 80 years old. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: How much time do you spend in the gym?
1: (laughs) I used to. Unfortunately, now, (laughs) when the pandemic hit, I took a break. And I gained so much weight. But I used to go to the gym sometimes two or three times a day. Yeah. Yes, my husband is a jock. Right. So... Yeah, he lives in the gym. He gets up every morning still today and goes to the gym. I'm like, I see you when you get back, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bring me a sandwich
1: there done. man. I'm like, I just want to be normal. I'm like eating uh, Krispy Kreme donuts for breakfast right. now. You know, it's like shit. Enjoy did, life.
2: Did you did you worry, though, like? Being, you know, obviously wrestling for so many years and spending all that time in the gym, you know, hours and hours a day. You know, you're super cut up and muscular. Like, did you worry that once you stopped going to the gym and working out that that regularly, that that all goes away?
1: No, um, I have a lot of muscle memory. You know, um, I, I've, I've, um, I, I tell you this. I never thought in a million years that my knees would feel this way. <laughs> I I still have to like ask myself, is this is this shit? Is it this really happening to me? Because you think you're going to stay young forever. You know, Uh, you know, like you said, working out every day, two, three times a day, wrestling, traveling all over the world. You're like, this is my life forever. And and now I understand when you see I understand how the Hulk Hogan's and the and the uh, um, the. Stone colds and you know I, I understand it now. Right, walking down the ramps with fucking knee braces on, and I get it.
2: <laughs> do you, do you think that it. You know, when you see some some of those guys that wrestled, you know, well into their fifties and some guys into their si- early sixties, like, yeah, do you, do you think that that's because of it's the love of the game, or it you, is? It is.
1: That's our drug. Right. It's our drug of choice. Yes, our choice <laughs> of drug. It is. It is. And again, that's all we know. You know, Flair. He's been wrestling for fifty years. What else has that man ever done in his life? In an in adult life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Often. laughs> I was I was twenty five years beer. old when I started the EDCW. Fuck. Uh, you know, I've been doing this almost twenty five years. So what else have I done? What else do I know? So it's like that's we live the life right <laughs> are you
0: gonna get t-shirts or ringside uh wrestling tees
1: i am i just had lefisto just did a design for me oh. and i need to um get that to uh, on pro wrestling tees asap i really do i need to get that taken care of because i have a lot of people asking me for t-shirts so yeah, i, I really one. need to get that done. Yeah, and I want some Slam Buddies too. People tell me ah, the Slam Buddies really don't sell, but I think it'll still be cool just for me to have. You know.
2: Yeah, the, I mean the 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 retro you know stuff is is really where it's it's at. You know, when it yeah. comes to the wrestling merch, because I, I actually was was and have been in the wrestling merch business for a long time, mainly mm-hmm. with WWE, a little bit with TNA, and you know outside of like. Three or four people, you know, current guys. The rest yeah. is all to the to the past, right? And yeah. always, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it, it's really, and it's a shame that you never got your due with the merch because it would yeah. have done phenomenal. <laughs> like, it's it's yeah. it's really wild. So definitely get some t shirts going.
1: For sure, for sure, we'll do that. In fact, I may contact them tomorrow because I've just been putting it off. You know, it's so much. I have a really busy life. I'm married. I have uh, twin girls. They're they just turned thirteen in November. You know, so
2: that's a lot of work. Yeah,
1: (laughs) got dogs. I mean, you know, I got a husband. Yeah.
2: So what's it like having two twin girls who are in their early teens with a mom that is an ex professional
1: uh, wrestler? Yeah, we 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 tried to always keep them so sheltered. They're our babies, you know, but they're at that age now. They want to go with their friends all the time and. And we have sleepovers here like every other day. I think they swap. I sleep at your house tonight, you sleep at my house tomorrow, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, but I'll take that any day. You know, you just never want to see them really grow up.
2: Right. That's are you amazing. gonna remind the, the boys that start coming into the house that you are oh, a professional wrestler? That's, a, <laughs> that's
1: another story. There the dad tell them they can't even have a date for prom. So <laughs> they're worried about that right now. They're like, Dad said we can't even have a date for prom. I'm like, girl. You're gonna have a date for prom. <laughs> <laughs> and a
0: chaperone
1: too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but I have one. Um, she's training now. She's a ref right now. Uh, wow. She she's refing on our shows, but she's wanting to follow mommy and daddy footsteps, you know. Wow. So yeah, it's it's weird because at training, you know, I'll I'll pass along one of my signature moves or something, and she's like, stop showing them your moves. Like that's supposed to be mine. Stop giving him that. That's mine. And it's going to be mine. Like, okay. So
2: it'll be fun when you get to go in, when you get in the ring with them and you get to like bump them around a bit and be like, payback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They still, she thinks she can take me. I have to tell her girl, I'll tie you up real quick, baby. (laughs) Just cause I'm crippled doesn't mean a thing. (laughs) right?
2: So Hey, Jasmine is, because I, I was I was looking at some old videos and is is Jazz the one that slammed you into the mat in in the match? Because I, I yeah. Saw, that, like yeah. The right?
1: Devil. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um how did that scared. how did that feel?
1: How did it feel? <laughs> yeah. She didn't feel a thing. That adrenaline was pumping, baby.
0: You know, you never exactly you never feel it, because I have to say with wrestling fans, especially ECW, and we once discussed this things that have things that are really cool and unusual that maybe the underdog have a huge cult following. And those fans, yeah. they injected some form of drug into my veins when I went to the <laughs> ring. And then I got had even more drugs in my veins at that point. When you had me held up, I'm like, Oh shit. And then you just go down. Like had I have fractured my skull, whatever i wouldn't have felt it
1: <laughs> no two days later like what the yeah. hell
0: <laughs> did you- my neck's killing me then my dress came off i had like i was extremely busty then i had a breast reduction since then oh. and um a huge one and <laughs> uh so um yeah the, the string came off and then she's like kicking me over kind of not harsh but I'm like okay yeah so my shit's popping up my mom das was, was a
1: star I was just trying to be just trying to live in her world you were
0: awesome she was yeah and it, it it didn't hurt till a couple days later yeah. but you just don't know you get caught up in the moments so yeah. why do you want to go in the ring with jazz Bragg? is that what you no, want?
2: No, I, I I saw that I'm like no thank you <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not taking any chances at this point in my life did, did you guys practice that at all or that that you no, just went in. I don't and...
1: recall us practicing. No. No,
0: we uh-huh. just went through what the moves were. Yeah, yeah.
1: We just kind of yeah, just so I can get her up. And yeah, yeah. yeah I... But she didn't. We didn't practice the slam. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to say, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just that. like
0: someone pile driving off a of top rope. You want to save that.
1: You <laughs> exactly. But like five, you five you seconds go through the head you know. three or four times. And yeah, no problem. Yeah. I'll do it
0: then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's dangerous stuff though. I mean, you could get hurt if you're not trained properly people. Sure. So do not try this shit at home. Do not try it in a bar and don't try it in your mom's basement or something. Cause no <laughs> one's coming to that. So it's in front of nobody. And secondly, you yeah. can get hurt.
1: You can, you can, you gotta be properly trained. I tell everyone, uh, make sure you get to a, a good school, you know, do your, do your homework, your search, research on these schools, because anybody in their mammy now is trying to say they're, they're instructors or coach. You know?
2: yeah. So, <laughs> but when you so, when yeah. you wrestled when you wrestled guys in the ring, did yeah. like did did you do any? They didn't
1: take it easy on me. I'm gonna tell you that now,
2: right? So that that's kind of what I was gonna ask. Like, was there any prep to? to make it look a little more harsh than it was. Or they just went out full speed and just said, hey, you went out
1: there. <laughs> and Pauly told them that Pauly would tell them, do not treat her like a girl. Right. You know, you know how I, I don't know if, you know, Pauly, I'm sure you've heard the stories how he can fucking pump you up to make you go and rob a damn bank without a gun. You know, it's just he's that type of person. So, yeah, he would tell the guys. Do not go out there and treat her like a girl you fucking lay it in. And he'll tell me too, jazz, you fucking lay it in. And those were his exact words. You fucking lay it in.
2: Were you ever so, were you nervous about that the first time you got in the ring with a guy? Like, of in a course,
1: match? of course, of course, I was nervous. But, you know, it's it's once you hear that 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 reaction from the fans you walk through the curtain It's like the nerves kind of just go away. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you're going to shit yourself back there, Gorilla, pacing back and forth when it's getting close to your time. But when that music hit and you go through that curtain. Right. Hey,
2: it didn't matter who was in the ring. You're were, you were no. going at it.
1: No, no, no. That's awesome.
0: It's like a cult. He was like a cult leader and we were all part of the cult. <laughs> yeah, and then the were like the fans. So it was <laughs> ACW Wrestling was a cult, a gangster yeah. cult, gangster wrestling. And we're all cult members and the fans were, um, well, we were all cult leaders in some way, but he was yes. the leader. And then those those fans, they were the members of the cult. Yes. That's really how you explain it. Like you don't, Basically. when you go into a ring, you don't know what's, you don't know what's going to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, you screw up a promo like I did my very first time in that ring because I was nervous. I had no idea what I was doing, Yeah, but it's scary. It's a scary thing, but it's a good scary. It's anything. It is. Yeah, I would. That's the most amazing experience aside from like, I don't know. That's like the most amazing experience in my life, aside from riding a motorcycle. And that yeah. is the next best thing in my life ever that I would never get. I'd never, ever like give up. And if I could do it over, I would do it over.
1: Yes. And the nerves come from passion, you oh. know, because you want to do so good. You want to do well when you go out there so you, you don't want to fuck up so that's that's where the nerves come into play i i feel you know but yeah it's just like if you're a track runner you know i'm sure you're nervous standing in the um uh, the, the the block but as soon as that gun go off it's like shit <laughs> you <laughs> you're out the gate <laughs> yes
0: right there um So, yeah, I mean, I hope everyone follows everything you're doing because Jazz is really, to me, she's like the first real female superstar wrestler. And I'm not just saying that because she's here. I always say that to people. Are you going to do signings? Like, where are fans going to be able to meet you now?
1: Yes. um, You can follow me on Twitter. And I'm really bad because, again, I just told you my life. I got kids, husband, dogs, (laughs) kids playing sports. So, uh, but I'm on Twitter. It's phenom underscore Jazz. It's the same on Instagram. I don't really do Instagram that much because I look like shit all the time and I don't really like to take pictures. Uh, (laughs) But I do check my messages. Um, My email is book.phenomjazz at gmail. I am taking uh, bookings for signings, special guest referee. Um, I'm doing some tag matches. I'm not accepting any bookings for single matches but I am doing a few tag matches up until maybe to spring. And then I'll probably be done with in-ring performances until I get this knee taken care of. Well,
0: have you, but that's
1: how you can follow me. Um, Check out my dojo It's dog pound wrestling, um, dog pound wrestling dojo and it's dog with two G's. So check it out. San Antonio, Texas trainers, myself and my husband, Rodney Mack.
0: Well, did you work for, um, God, for Kevin in New York, oh, Damage 365
1: Promotions? Have they I, yes, okay. yes. I love Kevin. That's yeah. He's like family. Yes. Okay. Kevin is like family.
0: Well, hopefully we see like more of you because part of the beauty of taking those signings is seeing everyone.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, maybe because uh, <clears throat> Manny is going to be in Dallas this year.
0: Oh, is it?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So maybe I'm bumping yeah. to you up there somewheres. Yeah,
0: I hope. Yeah, I like doing those.
2: Yeah, houses. Dallas is always a, is I, the la- one of the actually, I think the first WrestleMania I ever went to was in Dallas a bunch of years ago. And they, yeah, I mean, they I mean, obviously, it's it's enormous at that football stadium. It's crazy. But they, mm-hmm. they put on some good stuff a few days beforehand, you know, and then some of the other yeah. other wrestling guys do shows you know, like memorabilia shows and stuff and always mm-hmm. get great signings there. Um, yeah. If you guys can. Yeah.
1: WrestleMania, Con, uh, WrestleCon, that's uh, WrestleCon. What they call it. WrestleCon. Yes. Yes. Do you do yes. of those? Do you,
2: do you do, do you go to a lot of the WrestleCons or just cons in throughout the country?
1: I do. I do uh, not a lot, which is, is cool because, you know, they see you all the time, you know, it's not a big deal. So, yeah, I didn't make it to um, Comic Con, not Comic Con, but uh, what con they just had here back a few months ago. Well, anyway, I wasn't on that one. Right. But hopefully this year, 2022, I'll be able to make more appearances at a few of the cons.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's
0: That'll be good. Curious. I hope to see yeah. you for sure. I mean, yes. we'll see you on TV at some point when that's the right time for you. But maybe, maybe you could have the other daughter. That maybe doesn't do the sports as much. Manage your uh, your marketing. You see, you put her to work. I
1: know. Yes, I'm trying to get them on that, but she's she's and the other one that really into social media. She's she's so shy, but all she wants to do is uh, you know make TikToks. I'm like, <laughs> I may have to just start doing some TikToks. Hey, oh listen, my God. that stuff TikTok.
2: blows up I, TikTok. I I don't understand it, but
1: I know, right? <laughs>
2: The waiver, but hey, so hey, I just want to put this out there that since you're looking at doing some tag team matches, maybe there's a Jazz and Jasmine tag team opportunity in the works someplace. Just saying, just up, Jasmine? What's
0: up, Jasmine? Yo, what's what's up? you want to go? I don't know.
2: I, not against each other. Together. No, we're
0: gonna tag, <laughs> girl. Yeah, I could be. The, I'll be the mouth. Yo, you want to go? Let's go.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Just leave I'd the, be like the
0: mouth of the mouth of the west. But yeah, I told the totally manager. I do tag team match. I I like the ring, and you know, I wasn't in it as much as Jazz was. Like I ran my own promotion after, which was yeah. really freaking tough. But it was a fun challenge, and I didn't give a I didn't give a damn. You know, I just. Yeah. I just do things for the sake of doing them half the time, because, you know, you're yeah. only going to live once
1: you only live once.
0: You know, I'd rather yeah. die going to my grave, knowing that I played peekaboo with the Iron Sheik and he wanted there to you kill come. me and stuff like that. But yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> exactly. I love it. I, I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't mind dying, going to the grave, playing, having had played peekaboo with the Iron Sheik. That would be a different, <laughs> totally different type of story, but one nonetheless.
1: Yeah, my my plan for the next probably in uh seven to 10 years from now is maybe do a book. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yes. That's well, going to see how that's going to play out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take 10 years to write it, but it's, it's worth yeah. all, all the time.
1: Yes. Anyway,
2: th- this was awesome. Really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Catching up. I hear all these awesome stories.
1: Yes, I I appreciate you reaching out, girl. So good seeing you. It's good seeing you. Great. Thank you very much. You look
0: great, and I'm glad that you're staying active. And I hope this is in person at
1: some point sooner than later. Exactly. Absolutely. Right. Take care, you guys. Appreciate it. Stay safe. Thank you.